Hello, everybody. Once again, welcome back to the You Like That Podcast Extra Edition. Yet again, it's another week. It's episode, I want to say, 42 this time because I think I screwed it up last week. But 42, we're here this week with the request of a, another older classic movie. This week, courtesy of my lovely fiance Brooke, she has requested Catch Me If You Can. This is a movie I, again, haven't seen. I know it's a, it's a cult classic type film. Something most people should have seen. It's a big cast, big movie, really great scores and reviews. Uh, but again, one that I haven't seen in my long list of movies that I'm hoping in my two weeks off, I'm going to cross a number of them off my list. So this week, we're going to be looking at Catch Me If You Can. Um, if you're new around here, please make sure, getting this in early, like, share, subscribe, do all that good stuff. Just uh, If you just subscribe, quick, I don't care if you don't come back to me. That number really helps get us up there. And um, hopefully one day, you know, we'll have a lot more of you joining in, especially on the main show and sending in some questions. Maybe, maybe, maybe. But that's for another week. For this week, let's talk about Catch Me If You Can. So, Catch Me If You Can, released in 2002. This was directed by Steven Spielberg. Couldn't believe it. Don't know why. Don't know how that happened. But it did. And he's the guy that helmed this movie. Uh, Runtime of 141 minutes. Uh, it's had a budget of $52 million. It raked in $352 million at the box office with a Rotten Tomatoes score of 96% with the critics and 89% with the audience. So it was a hit, even with the budget. You know, something in 2002, uh, you know, something that's not falling into the, uh, uh, into the realm of fantasy, sci-fi, massive, big-budget type film. This is not like a... Uh, it's, it's not a spectacle type of a movie, but it's a very... Witty, it's a very uh, cat and mouse. The whole well, the whole thing is a cat and mouse game, but it's just the how does he keep getting away with it and all this else, and it's just it's just mystery, it's suspense, it's when will it end, you know? Because it's all based on a real story as well. Let's not forget that. Um, so the cast as we got, we got Leo DiCaprio uh, playing Frank uh, Frank Abagnale Jr., uh, Tom Hanks as Carl Hanratty, Christopher Walken as Frank Abagnale Senior, Martin Sheen as Roger Strong. Natalie Bay as Paula Abagnale, Amy Adams as Brenda Strong, uh, and a bunch of other people around here. There was even a brief cameo from Elizabeth Banks. She just looks the same. She is still such a bubbly woman, and I love seeing her every time she pops up in a movie, wherever. I love her. She is so good. And a minor role she got, it's just like, wow, she's still exactly the same there. But it's a big, it's a big list. It's a, it's a big uh, a cast of people. Uh, it's a very young Leo. He's Again, Brooke is just like, man, he's so cute, but he's just better when he's older, isn't he? He's just got that manliness, that ruggedness, you know? That's what it is. Um, but catch me if you can. Did I like it? Yes. This is a really good movie. Uh, it, it's As far as the cat and mouse you know, type movie goes, it's, uh, it's not too over the top. But I'll get into why it sort of is, but it isn't in this sense. So in this movie, it is uh, it is following the story of Frank Abagnale Jr., who from a very young age learned to uh, swindle f- and start banking fake checks, uh, went on this crazy, crazy chase, getting chased down by the FBI in their, uh, in their fraudulent check area from uh, Frank Hanratty. Uh, fucking Frank Hanratty. Forget his fucking name already. God damn it. Carl Hanratty, uh, who, brief note, is not his real name in the real world. He did not want his name used. His real name is Joseph Shea. Um, 
obviously for whatever personal reasons, didn't want to be referred to as his own in the film. Um, so being pursued by him throughout this movie uh, and obviously eventually getting caught and you know from a very young age. Uh, but up to this date now, he's turned his life around. He quickly worked with the FBI, um, helping out bankers and everything with fake checks and fraudulent checks and everything like that to then opening his pretty much just massive own security company and becoming a spokesperson, a speaker, and, you know, the rest is kind of history. Um, so the movie itself, it's it's really fun. It's ingenious. It's uh, just a, a lot of craziness to go, wow, that's... I can't believe he's gotten away with this right now. And how has he done this? How has he been that smart on the fly to do this? How does he have the confidence, the swaz, the... the yeah, to, to fucking have people in the palm of his hands... It's crazy, and that's a that's a that's a big plus to why Leo DiCaprio is one of the biggest stars in the world. Again, how it took him so long to win a massive award, it baffles me. It really fucking baffles me, because this is just a prime example of how good of an actor that DiCaprio is. Um, he's the the biggest main part in this movie. Uh, obviously, you got Tom Hanks, you got a bit of Christopher Walken. They're 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 supporting characters because they come in when they need to be, but. You know, most of the focus is on DiCaprio and his character. Uh, so as said, it's all based on a true story of Frank Abagnale, a man who, you know, produced a biography about himself and, and these events, which uh, through the years, you know, sort of unraveled themselves to be maybe not as true as what he led on to say. There's been a lot of searching, a lot of digging People being like, no, I don't have any recollection of that sort of happening before. So there were certain things that may not have happened in Frank Abagnale's life, uh, but that is for himself to know and maybe eventually completely tell the truth one day. I don't know, but the story that we get for a movie perspective, it's absolutely uh, gorgeous. It's it's really perfectly executed. And someone like Spielberg, who's coming into this with no sort of special effects that he has to use for this film, which is why it kind of baffles me with a $52 million budget. I don't really know where it went. Um, probably on Christopher Walken's pay, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, yeah, it's um, it's just really well thought out in how they execute everything. And I think it's because of how DiCaprio plays such a convincing young man. And, you know... Maybe it's sort of not the same as how he was in real life. Maybe the charm wasn't as there. As said, everything's fabricated, so everything's a lot more clean and crisp in this movie than what real life would suggest. But that's the beauty of film. You know, you can do that sort of shit. And no one really cares about this guy's life beforehand when he was a kid. You know, it's all about in this movie now and what he's done. You know, fudging checks for four million bucks worth. Uh, taking place in the late 60s, early 70s and such, um, convincing people that he's a doctor and, and like, getting into a hospital and working as a doctor when the kid's, like, 19 years old and then being a fake pilot and then being a law attorney. Crazy stuff. And to think that this possibly could be a real thing that this guy did, you know... It's 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 crazy. It's mental. It's it's ridiculous. It's outlandish, but boy, 
DiCaprio just does a fucking killer job. Uh, Christopher Walken, he's the dad of, of DiCaprio's character. Um, same thing. He's a bit of a swindler. He's not. Uh, he's in a lot of uh, 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 issues with the IRS. You know, tax tax stuff, all that, all that good stuff. You know, people love paying money to the government for nothing. And um, you know, Tom Hanks is just this unrelenting. Fraudulent Czech FBI agent who just will we'll stop at nothing to get this kid because he's he's too good and he needs to be stopped. And uh, Tom Hanks, you kind of got to you got to get around his accent a little bit. The accent um, it it moves itself along here and there, and it's not uh, you know it's not the most perfect thing in the world, but it's Tom Hanks. Yeah, he's got that voice where you go. It's Tom Hanks. Yeah, you've you forgive him for what he does. Uh, it's uh, it's all right for what he does there. But uh, but no, I had so much fun with this movie. It just um, it just kept going from one extreme to another, uh, and yeah, it's just just really well done on Spielberg's behalf and telling this story in a really uh, encapsulating way that you know really drawed in the audience to to really focus on everything that's happening. And, you know, it's just great to see a, a cat and mouse game that isn't so far-fetched and, you know, an over-the-top action sequences and that, like, like don't get me, you know me, I love that type of shit anyway. But, you know, from a broad perspective, from a world perspective, this is an easy-to-follow cat and mouse game that isn't so ridiculous, but, you know, you pick out points here and there as you, as you will with the movie, but... This is the this is the simplicity of film back in the early two thousands where everything was really easy to make and it was a really good movie until you know a lot more special effects came in and then crazy stories everything else like that you know sort of sent everything off into its own path but this cements itself as probably one of the greatest cat and mouse game movies that you can probably watch today um, and I had a lot of fun with this movie I am very appreciative for Brooke for showing me this movie. Um, she just pulls these movies out of the bag and you know, she's got these, these, these movies that are hiding in her sleeve being like, I know you haven't seen this and I'll drop it on you one day and then bang, you'll love that fucking movie. Uh, so hopefully I can reach into that bag again one day and find something else that's an absolute banger and hopefully do it on this show here. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I wanted to keep this one nice and quick to try and make these episodes a little bit shorter. Uh, but as it is, you know, some of these movies is not as much meat to talk about uh, I didn't really want to go into the real-life story of Frank Abagnale outside of the film. If you want to look into him, just search Frank Abagnale. It's a big, like, it's a long list of everything that he actually did. Uh, you know, a brief one. He only fudged from Pan Am Airlines $1,500 in fake checks. Um, he went to he went to juvie pretty early for two years. Uh, got out into custody with his mom, broke that again. And then eventually got sentenced to the 12 years until fleeing to Europe and then getting caught again, obviously. So there's things there that, uh, you know, the accuracy is there, but th there's a lot in this as a real story that you can really dive into and, uh, and explore. So I'd suggest watch this movie and then go read about Frank Abagnale and actually who he is, uh, what he's actually done, where the certain inconsistencies arise from, and, you know, draw your own story, whatever you want to believe. But outside of that, catch me if you can. Great movie. Um, highly recommend it. It is available on Netflix. So you can stream it nice and easily. 
uh, in the comfort of your own home. Uh, so, I'm going to wrap that up there. There's a show that is You Like That Extra. This was episode 42. Catch me if you can. Uh, if you want to request me anything over on Instagram, uh, links are all down below. You can find me everywhere that you can possibly find a podcast and maybe even a little bit extra. Uh, just send me a DM. Say, yo, Adam, I've seen this movie. I don't think you've seen it. You should do this for the extra. If I like the idea and it's something I haven't seen, I'll do it because I, I don't care. It can be whatever you want. I uh, Try to aim away from the action and, and stuff like that. Give me something outlandish. Give me something different. Give me something foreign as well. You know, whatever you want. If you've seen it and you're going, I kind of like that movie and I don't think a lot of people know about it, I'll bring it out to my audience of 20-odd people. Uh, but hopefully we grow from there anyway. Uh, but yeah, please, please do like, share, and subscribe on everything. Rate me on Spotify, uh, wherever you listen to your, your podcasts on audio platforms. Um, if you want to find... Any other information, it's all in the links below. I also run a second podcast. It's called Left on the Bench. It's with my best friend in the world, Jacob O'Connor. Uh, it's a soccer podcast where we talk about the Premier League. The link for that will be in the description below as well. If you can follow us over there, if you're into sports soccer, it's a place to be. It's all about banter over there. Unless you're a Man United fan, you will not enjoy that show. Um, there's also a main show if you like that. Uh, it's situated here on this exact same channel every Sunday or Monday, depending how lazy I am. Brand new movie that comes out in the cinema. This week is going to be The Death on the Nile. Or Death on the Nile, sorry. Murder Mystery. Ooh. Uh, coming into it. So I'm very excited to do that one. Uh, so, with all that being said, thank you for joining me here on the You Like That Extra podcast. Where my name is Adam, and I will see you all next week.